Welcome back. We're the 12 sided guys. Today we have Matt playing Pine. Hi. Scott playing Roos. That's me. Jordan playing Ebby. Salutations. Sabrina playing Nari. Hey there. And me, Paul, playing the Super Famicom. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Oh. <laughs> so I want to give a shout out to our very first patron. So, Terry. Thanks for popping our podcast, Cherry. If you want to show some love. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <geez>. you. <laughs> nice. If you want to show some love and support, you can hop over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash 12sidedguys. That's one, two-sided guys. There's four different options on there, and any love you want to send our way is greatly appreciated. But hey, guys, check it out. I just rode my bike to Hollywood Video and used my paper wrap money to rent this game we should try. Just got to blow in the cartridge and pop it in like so. Check it out. Hey, guys, it's someone else's saved game. Why don't we load up a random saved game? Should we should we try to all synchronize and say random save game at the same time? Well, we can all just say it, then you can synchronize it. Well, I mean, we have to say it at the same same speed, but yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Random, random save game. I kind of love it, just like that. All right, so today we are joining our characters. We got Pine, Roos, Ebby, and Nari as they venture into a different game. So let me set the stage. The characters have just entered a cave. They've just left this be uh, warm, hot, sunny desert to enter this cave. As they walk in, suddenly the, the cool air is on their face. They can hear the drip of water from all over inside the cave. Um, you, you four have come into this cave, this watery passageway, if you will, because um, you need to get through the mountains to get to the other side because somebody back in town that you really care about is sick with a really bad fever. And the only cure for this really bad fever is, uh, let's call it a scorpion emerald. Does that sound good to everybody? So you have to go through this watery passage to rescue, we'll say, Ember. Yeah, Ember's got the, uh, got the fever. So here you are in this watery passageway. All right, as you, as you enter the cave, you are standing on a kind of a rocky platform. As you look to your left, it's dark in here, but you can see that you're kind of on this island that is floating. It's, it's uh, not floating. It's rising up out of what looks to be water everywhere else in the cave. You can see at the north end, there is a... There's a, a like a, a ramshackle bridge that spans across to another rocky island. And right in front of you, right off the bat, we see there are four zombies. There's a random encounter. Oh, no. Okay, let's everybody, <laughs> let's roll initiative. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay by me. <laughs> All right, Pine rolled a 14. Ooh, Ebby coming in strong with a three. Roos got a nine. Nari coming in with an 18. 
I think we all know who the Spoonie Bard will be in this group. Just going to say, sorry, guys. All right. Dim light. You guys see in front of you, there are four zombies. They are shambling around on this platform and they notice you. So, Nari, what are you going to do? Actually, Nari, can, can Nari even see in here right now? If it's if it's dark, I cannot see. Yeah, I will take out a torch and light it and uh, see the zombies rushing at me. Okay. So that's your action. What do you want to do? Any, do you want to do a move or a bonus action at all? Um, I mean, I will... No, I'll just stand there and kind of just be surprised. <laughs> okay. Yeah, suddenly you see these four shambling, um, decrepit bodies come rushing towards you uh, very slowly. All right, Pine, it's your turn. All right, well, as soon as I see them, I am going to... Uh, so there's four of them here, kind of in the middle of this um, platform. So I will rush the one on the bottom right. All right. And I will go ahead and make some attacks with my uh, saber. Okay. First attack. Does a 14 hit? A 14 most definitely hits. All right. And so I deal 11 piercing damage. All right. Very good hit. And I'm going to go ahead and do my Swordmaster's Fury. Why not? Uh, <laughs> so I will say, Unleash with precision, Swordmaster's Fury. And I'll do an extra 2d8 damage. That's a level 1 spell slot. So that would be an additional 14 damage. So that's Whoa. 25 damage. All right. So this zombie, it drops in one swing. There is only one way that this zombie can get back up, and that is if I roll a natural 20. No. All right. The first zombie gets cut down by a level five pine. What brings us Actually, to... no. No, it doesn't, because I have another attack. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I'll, I'll that brings move. us still to Pine, level five. <laughs> I'll move over five feet uh, to the, the other one at the bottom, and I'll take an attack against that one with my saber. Uh, does a 22 hit? Almost definitely. And seven damage. Seven. And I, will, I won't use my Swordmaster's Fury on this one. Okay. All right. Fantastic round. Suddenly, from further up north, you... See a shape moving into your light, into your uh, field of vision. It's a, it's an old man. This man is like old, even compared to Pine. He's got a long white beard. He's got kind of that um, Wolverine hairdo where it sticks out to either side, but it's all white. He's wearing purple and pink robes, and he's got these glasses on that looks like the lenses are are purple as well. They're tinted purple. He comes um, hobbling down the uh, the walkway steps up behind one of the uh, one of the zombies and he shouts out lit and he casts a spell <laughs> being right. old is my shtick <laughs> and he he rolls an 11 to hit or actually no he rolls a 15 to hit but then he deals 9 damage to one of the zombies nice all right Roos, it is your turn. Lit. <laughs> Roos will run up next to Pine to the zombie that's kind of in the south uh, west part of the room, and he will try and attack with his short sword. Let's see if I am successful or not. I got a 10 to hit. Um, that is a success. You do hit. Okay. 
Um, I got eight piercing damage. You're next to me, so you should have your sneak attack as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I, does it count on zombies? I thought they were immune to precision. That's Pathfinder. Oh, is it? Oh, cool. Well, then I also got sneak attack, so an additional seven, putting it to 15 damage. Okay. I am fairly certain that uh, this guy needs a natural 20 to pop back up as well. No, he did not get a natural 20. The second zombie goes down. There are still two zombies, one who's been struck by a lit spell and one who is untouched. And that brings us now to the zombie's turn. The one who got zapped turns around towards this old man newcomer and he is going to swing out with his fists and a 13 manages to miss. You see the fists coming at this old man and you see just as the fists should connect, you see a little flash of energy and some uh, like ethereal armor suddenly just for a split second is visible around this old man. And the other zombie, he is going to go for one of three people. And he is going for Roos. So he hobbles over to Roos. Actually, he's going to be kind of by Roos and Pine, but he's going to swing at Roos. Roos, does a 19 hit you? A 19 will hit me. All right. Um, Let me double check something. And... You're inflicted uh, with mummy rot. Oh, <laughs> no. no. There is no mummy rot, but there is... I just want to make sure we're doing the right die of damage. I turned to stone. You take seven damage, seven bludgeoning damage. Okay, I am going to activate the crystalline absorption matrix and cut that in half. Oh, fantastic. That sounds so fancy. That's right. <laughs> That's what I decided to name. I can't even remember what it's called originally. <laughs> Oh, Uncanny Dodge. It's okay. uh, But it's going to be Crystalline Absorption Matrix. Oh, fantastic. All right, Ebby, you're up. Woohoo. Um, wait, am I, I'm before Nari. Oh, I guess, Nari, you did your action. It was the torch. Yeah, Nari lit a torch. So yeah, can I see can see yeah. now, so that's cool. So can I. Okay. So thanks for that. Very cool. I mean, there's a part of me that wants to say, I'm going to go and select item, and I'm going to go to my equipped rod, and I'm going to use that rod. Um, <laughs> but to, I think shoot that shoot that projectile whatever when you use your rod yeah yeah whatever rod projectile is I mean <laughs> I, I was always a little fuzzy on that one <laughs> it was so much more effective than actually trying to hit with the rod if you used it as an item it made no sense to me yeah it was so bizarre anyway I'm, I won't actually do that I'm actually going to use my create bonfire cantrip because I know fire is super effective against zombies, typically speaking. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Um, probably not, but anyway. <laughs> um, and they need it's a deck saving throw, fifteen to save. Oh my gosh, I don't think there's any possibility. Nope. With a natural thirteen, I think his dex is like a negative two. I think. So Got it. So he took him. nine fire damage. Nine fire damage. And now there is a bonfire underneath him. Lighting up the room. Fantastic. All right. Nari, what are you going to do? Okay. So I'm going to run up here uh, next to Pine, and I'm going to attack this uh, last zombie here. Okay. So I rolled a 23 to hit, which oh, I will assume hits. <laughs> um, and I got six damage. Okay. D does that mean that you rolled a two? I rolled a two, yes. Roll again, then you got great weapon master. Oh, I thought that was just a one. Okay. Nope, one or two. 
Nice. Yeah. All right. 14. That's more like it. <laughs> yeah. Significantly better. That's more like it. Now let's see. Let's see what ends up happening with this guy. He drops and then he instantly pops back up with one hit point left. All right. Well, I'm going to do my second attack then at him. Because <laughs> we're level five now. And that is also going to roll for 23. That's a hit. Let's see some damage. 10. Okay. That definitely drops him again. <laughs> now, I think he's got to get a 14 to stand back up. No, he's down. He's done. And stay down. Yeah, he's done. All right. And that brings us now to Pine. So Pine sees this feeble old man who's obviously in need of some help because an old man should not be venturing through this watery passage alone. So he's going to move up and attack the zombie that the old man is attacking. Perfect. With my saber. An 11 will hit, right? Yes, it will. <laughs> AC 8 on these guys. Okay. So 9 piercing damage. Okay. And then still standing. My second attack is a 26. That is going to hit. With 9 piercing damage again. Okay, so I think he's got to get a... I think now he's got to get a 14. Oh, he he drops, then he stands back up with one hit point. Damn it! All right. And then this uh, feeble old man looks around and he says, Thank you for all your help! And then he is going to cast another spell. He yells out, let me check and see. Uh, I'm trying to not do... Pine's voice as an old man. Um, he is going to cast another spell. He's going to say, Fire! And he hits with a 13 and he deals a whopping nine fire damage. And let's see if this zombie goes down for good this time. Uh, it does. It's down. Okay. Copyrighted music, dude. Um, something I don't know. We okay. still need battle music for the for victory music. <laughs> All right. Uh, I was even thinking of the the cave theme music right now too. I know. Right after the battle would end, the oh right. Something along that line. This old man kind of hobbles up to you and he says, Oh, thank you so much for helping me. These watery passageways, not safe to travel alone, but I I must get through. I, I have to get to the opposite side to, uh, we'll just call it Dampsian. Wait, that's its real name. <laughs> hey, we're treading on I don't know if anyone cares but we're treading on some copywritten stuff I think maybe but anyway yeah. thank you for your help I really appreciate it of course what are you doing here alone oh, well I'm trying to get through the cave I have to get there on the other side to rescue my daughter Hannah who was <laughs> <laughs> she was kidnapped by by a spoony bard. His name is Tedward. <laughs> okay. T Tedward, huh? Okay. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know why you're coming through this cave, but it, it's quite dangerous. They say that 
that there are some sea snakes that live in the water that block the exit. I would really appreciate your help getting through. As long as we're going the same way, I think it's best we team up. And any chance I have to attack a Tedward, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) If there's any name out there that sounds spoony, it's definitely Tedward. (laughs) Nothing natural about it. Well, my name is Fella. You can call me Fella, short for Old Fella. (laughs) (laughs) All right, lead the way. A screen pops up that says Old Fella joined the party. (laughs) All right, let's move on, man. Okay, so straight ahead um, uh, from you, heading north is another uh, rickety bridge. Um, You see that this guy, Fella, um, he's wearing, you know, pink and purple, but there's like light coming off of his his uh, cloak. He's it looks like he's got like the light spell cast on him. Um, and then um, every once in a while, you just catch just that glint of like basically mage armor on him. So um, he it looks like he's got some spells. Um, as uh, as you guys are walking across the bridge, do you guys want to come up with a uh, with a, uh, uh, a marching order? I'd recommend putting Fella in the back row. I maybe I Ebby maybe goes second to to last. I'm pretty squishy, I think. I think we should do the order where we flip it so there's two in the front and three in the back row. So Nari and Pine in the front, and then Ebby, Roos, and uh, Fella in the back. Sounds good. Yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah, can we can we walk can we walk through two two across? Yeah, it's ten feet wide. Okay. The, the bridges are ten feet wide. Um, you can see that like, as you guys are moving around in here, you hear just the water dripping and water flowing in all different directions. And, uh, as you're walking along, fella starts talking and he says, it seems that these zombies are in here. They've washed up from somewhere long ago and they can't get out and they've, they've grown restless. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) And then as you're walking even further, he says, I expected someone a little bit uh, darker. And and he looks at Nari and he says, I guess I assumed your hair would be green. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I know. Okay, that's enough. I think I'm done with the whole alluding to trying to figure out what game we're playing. Okay, so um, there's this bridge that going across to the, next, uh, to the next island here in this watery passage. So why don't you guys go ahead and move across and, and uh, Fella will bring up the rear. Okay. All right. Yeah, and so I think that uh, it, since the bridge is 10 feet across, I think Nari and Pine should kind of go side by side across okay. as like a defensive wall as we travel through. Okay. Um, some of you can see a little bit further in the dark than others. And uh, I think uh, Pine and Ebby, you guys can definitely make out that these bridges go from like Rocky Island to Rocky Island. Um, the next bridge goes further to the west, and then there's another bridge going from that little island up north. And you can see that there's definitely some shambling figures on both of those rocky islands. So um, look, there's more zombies. Uh, doesn't, doesn't look like they've uh, noticed you yet. They're not uh, coming after you. But what do you guys want to do? There's more zombies on the next island. Should we try to take them out from here or lure them here? Yeah, that works. I can uh, throw one of my daggers at them from here. I could drop a bonfire on them. I can throw my hand axe as well. And I have a dagger. Should we do that on the count of three? 
Sounds like a plan. Sweet. I'm going to count down. Three, two, one. Yeah! <laughs> Are these like terrible attacks? All right. You... Okay. You hear, you hear Fella yell out, Fire! And he's going to cast a spell again. <laughs> okay. Um, Pine rolled a nine, which I think hits a zombie. <laughs> a nine does hit a zombie. Yeah, you see that there's two zombies on this island. One's more to the north and one's more to the south. Fella's fireball, um, his fire spell blasts out and hits the southern more zombie, looking like it's burning it pretty well. All right, so um, let's just go through. You guys all kind of took a surprise action. Uh, Pine, what did you get with your... Um, what, did you, what did you do again? What, did you throw I something? threw a dagger. Okay. Yeah, so I rolled and, a nine, okay. um, and the damage I did was a six. On which one? The northern more zombie or the southern more zombie? Us old guys have to stick together, so I'll take the oh. one on the south. All right. All right. And uh, Roos, what did you do? Roos threw a dagger at the one on the north. I rolled a 23 to hit. Okay. Got seven piercing and 11 sneak attack, so 18 total. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. All right. Nari, you threw a hand axe? Yeah, and I I got an eight. Does that hit? That does hit. Okay, so, so I'll just roll with that then, I guess. Um, and I'm going to do eight damage. To which and one? The northern one or the southern one? The southern one. I can't even see the northern one with my bad oh, eyesight. Okay. All right. Uh, let me make a roll here. Eight. That's... Uh, okay. Uh, the, the southern one drops. Ebby, what are you doing? Um, so I dropped a bonfire on the one to the north. Okay. So he gets like a deck save. Yeah, DC 15 deck save. Uh, I th- He made it. He made his deck save. Oh, ho, ho, okay. I don't think he takes any damage then. All it's right. It's one of those 28 days later zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Should we roll initiative again? Or you guys want to keep the same initiative? I'll just roll for the zombies. All right, we will start the initiative. That brings us back to the top. Pine. Actually, no, that brings us to Nari. She's got uh, 18. Sweet. So we still have the southern guy standing? No, the northern guy standing. The northern zombie is still standing. Yeah, you can move closer if you need to, so you can maybe get a better view with your torch. Yeah, because I think... Okay, I see. I got you here. Yeah, so I will um, throw my other hand axe at him. Okay. And I rolled an eight again. I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. <laughs> oh, shoot. Those are nat ones. Those are okay. That first one should have been a miss then. I think a natural one when it comes to attacking isn't always a miss. Oh, so, is it? Okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll count your first one because we just caught it now. So your other axe goes wide. And at least for this out of canon adventure, that hand axe is gone. No. Into the water, into the drink. Wait, this isn't canon? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to keep uh, playing this save file. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to have to get rid of everybody, and you guys are just going to have a, a bard who hides all the time. <laughs> all right. No, he sings, see. too. He sings, and it always fails. So, Nara, you've got a little bit more movement, and you've got one more attack if you want to do it. I don't know if you can get close enough to attack anybody, but you can move some more if you need to. 
Um, I will kind of just move over here so I can see a little bit better, but then I'll just kind of hang out. Okay. All right. Uh, that brings us now to Pine. All right. Pine will call out that uh, he, he'll say, Be careful. I see more on the island to the north. Um, and then he's going to go ahead and move up to uh, the bridge. He, I think he can make it uh, clear onto the bridge from there, and he'll throw another dagger at the uh, the zombie that's still standing there. Perfect. So, uh, 15 to hit. That hits. With 8 damage. With 8 damage. Alright. So that does take the zombie down. Let's see if he can make this save. I believe that was max damage. Oh, he pops back up with 1 hit point left. Okay. Ooh. That was... So I have... <laughs> Are, sorry, to, hey, sorry to interrupt you, Mr. Zombie. I'm going to throw another me, dagger at you. I'm trying to paint a picture, guys. I'm trying to paint a picture. All right. Okay, other, I'm going to throw another dagger. I have five of them, so. Okay. Uh, that's a 20 to hit. That hits. For seven piercing damage. Let's see if he gets back up. Uh, he does not get back up. Okay. Yeah, you knock him down this time, and he is down for good. So, Paul, can I just say that when you said you're trying to paint a picture... I thought you were speaking on behalf of the zombie that it was like we caught him in the middle of a Bob Ross moment painting in the cave and we just started beating the crap out of him. He was just oh, trying man. to draw some happy trees. That's right. Yeah, he's, I was, he was trying to paint some happy little stalactites and stalagmites. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, Pine, I think you can see. Um, so you're standing on the bridge going from the island that everybody else is on towards this smaller island. And then there's another bridge going north. Um, kind of to the exit of this map, if you will. Um, you can see on the other um, on the other island that there are definitely some more creatures, and you see one looks different than the other zombies. He still looks um, decrepit and old and decaying, but it looks like he's wearing armor. And instead of just clubbing things with his hands, he actually is holding a longsword. You see like uh, a quiver of arrows on his hip and a bow across his back. And let me see what he is going to do. He is going to... <laughs> He's going to hobble across the bridge and do 30 feet of movement, and he's going to pull out his longbow, and Pine, he is going to take a shot at you. Bring it on! 21! That hits me! And he deals... <laughs> I think he only deals... I think he deals three damage with that uh, roll of a one for damage. Let me just double check. Yeah, you take three damage. Okay, all right. I'm hurt, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then it is Fella's turn. <laughs> Thanks for um, humoring me, everybody. This has been um, kind of a dream of mine for a long time. Um, <laughs> fella looks at this newcomer, this armored armored guy, and he um, he calls out, he says, I may not remember all of my old spells, but I do remember this one. And he's going to cast fire again. <laughs> <laughs> this time it looks a little bit more um, more potent. Um, so uh, it is, he points at this guy and he, you see three, um, you see three blasts of fire go shooting out from his fingertip. And... Uh, he hits with two of them. Oh, the first one goes wide, but the other two do hit. 
That means this guy's going to take 4d6 damage. Fire damage. That is 15 fire damage to this guy. All right. And we've got two zombies left over on the other um, island. They are going to come hobbling across as well. They make it to the small island. In the next round, they'll be able to reach you guys. All right. Roos, that is your turn. Roos looks at the gathering of zombies and the guy with the bow and pulls out a grease crystal and runs up so he's within range and throws it to land in the midst of them. Okay. And they have to make reflex saves? Yes. DC okay. 13, but let me let me just double check. And again, Paul, dexterity saves. Yes, dexterity saves. Well, believe it or not, I rolled a 15 and a 16 for the zombies. So um, th and th the DC is what? 13? Yes, it's 13. Okay, let me just double check just to make sure. Because um, that's a close one. Um, their dex is negative two, so 13 and a 14. So they both pass. The yeah. other one, <laughs> the other one, the more spry one, he actually has a plus two to his dex. So he gets a 16. So there is now grease there, but no nobody falls down. I thought for sure that was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. And if that's your turn, then Ebby, it's your turn. All right. I am going to, I know I can't officially summon or call something, I think, at this point in the game, but Ebby can. So he's going to go ahead and call Dardriel's eye and drop a fireball, a fire orb onto the sword wielding one. So now with that spell, when you summon it, doesn't it deal damage to everything within five feet of it? It does. So if you were to place it between the two zombies and the sword wielding or the armored zombie, uh, you could hit all three of them. I like where your heart is at. I think let's go for that. I try to be helpful. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. Um, so creatures take 2d6 fire damage on a failed save. They need a dex save of 15 to okay. not take full damage. Okay, so one of them saved. Okay, so he'll take half damage then. Okay, and then let's see about the armored guy if he saves. Uh, he got a natural 20, so he definitely saves. So what's the damage? So it was a seven damage was the total, so the, they would only take three. Okay. All right, Nari, that leads us to you. You can probably reach, uh, reach the uh, zombies right now if you wanted to get into hand-to-hand. -hand. Can I reach them without slipping? All over Roos's grease. <laughs> how how big is this is the splotch of grease? Ten foot square. Ten foot square. Um, I think. Uh, I think yeah, you can you can get in there without hitting the grease. Okay, so I will come up um to this spooky guy here, and I will attack him with my great axe. And if I get a one, I'm going to be so upset. All right, 11 to hit. Which one are you attacking again? One of the regular ones? Um, The one in... No, the spooky-looking one. That's on fire. 11 to hit, that misses. He's wearing... It bounces off some chainmail that he's wearing. Okay. Um. Well, I will I will stay up here and just kind of... You, you do have out. another attack. 
Oh, that's right. I do because I'm level five. Level, level five. five. All right. So I will try again at him. Nice. 17 to hit. That's a hit. Why don't you roll some damage? All right. Eight damage. Eight damage. Well, slowly but surely, you're bringing this guy down. All right, Pine, you're up. Radical. So <laughs> I will. Can I? Uh, is there room for me to also get near this armored one without getting in the grease, or is it getting a little tight over there now? Uh, you can, but then after that, nobody else can get in close. Uh, <laughs> I think that serves our party really well. Um, I'll go ahead and, and close that distance then. Uh, and I will take my attacks against the armored zombie. Um, first one is a 15 to hit. Does that hit? That does hit, yes. Okay. All right. For 12 damage. 12 damage. Nice. And then uh, I heard there were some sea snakes later on in this cave. So I'm going to save my spell slots. And then I'm going to do uh, just another normal attack. Uh, 23 to hit. That hits. And 14 piercing damage. 14 piercing damage. So um, that was maximum damage. Just so everybody's aware, Pine has the dueling fighting style, so he gets to add an extra two damage uh, raw to every one of his melee attacks. One-handed melee attacks. Well, you you come up to him, and he looks, and he's actually looks pretty spry. He looks, um, I mean, not as quick as you, but he's definitely not slow like these other zombies. And he actually starts to put away his bow and reaches for his longsword just so he can start uh, fighting you. And you just hit him twice, and then he drops. Awesome. I killed him. All right. So that takes him down. And then we have uh, Fella. He steps up onto the bridge. And he, at the zombie that's closest to him, because there's still two zombies left, he's going to cast, um, let's see, what should he cast? Oh, fire! And he casts fire again. Let's see if he can hit. He gets a 24 to hit, and uh, he deals 13 damage to this this zombie. Um, that's the first damage this zombie has taken. Um, okay, and that brings us now to the zombies. All right. Uh, one of them shuffles around. Oh, wait, he has to make... If they move through the grease, does it slow them down, or is there a possibility it's, that they will it's uh, slip? It's difficult terrain, but if they end their turn in okay. it, then they'll slip. Okay. Um, okay. So, Pine, you're getting attacked by one, and Nara, you're getting attacked by one. So, Pine, uh, a natural one. That's a miss. Okay. And Nari. Come at me. That is, that is I think, a 12. Does that hit you? No. Okay. And then the one that is still standing in the grease rolled a natural 19. He loves it. All right. Roos, you're up. Roos will run up onto the bridge um, in front of the old fella and throw a dagger at the nearest zombie on the north side of the bridge. Okay. I rolled a nat one, so... So there goes that dagger. There goes that dagger. Uh... I feel like we roll a lot of nat ones and not very many nat 20s on attacks. How many times have you guys crit in this campaign so far? Just a real quick question. Not yet. None for Pine. Ooh, I don't think Roos has gotten a crit either. No, you have crit. You took down um, somebody with a crit once. Oh, maybe the spider? Yeah. I, yeah, I think you're right. So one. One for Roos. Okay. Nari, have you crit? Yeah, I feel like I had a 
I feel like I had a crit. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I'm pretty sure I had like one. Was it was it against the Gobloids? I want to say it was in the first couple of episodes. It was like one of our first few fights. Yeah. Oh. Cool. And, and Abby, you've had a crit, right? Uh, honestly, I don't know that I have. I don't know that I've rolled higher than a 15 ever. <laughs> Did you crit when you were having one of those, you know, Ebby and somebody else like solo fights? Maybe. I feel like if I would have, I would have remembered that. But I feel like it was just a, a slug fest where we never really like I would just barely hit if I hit them. Yeah, it's been a few episodes since you've had one of those. It's about time. <laughs> yeah, we're due. We're due. I think it's great that we have more than one of those. <laughs> the, the only person who's had like a one-on-one fight has been Ebby and it's happened twice now <laughs> I, know, I know our spellcaster has had one-on-one like duels melee combat <laughs> this was, he was a wolf for one of them yes that's right all right Ebby you're up cool um I'm gonna move up here so I'm near fella and with my bonus action let's have Dardriel's eye smash into this one on the top okay um, the northernmost zombie that it's next to. Does he make a reflex save again? Yeah, so another de- dex 15 save, or he takes 2d6. Oh, he rolled a natural 20. Jeez! Oh my gosh. You're taking all our 20s, Paul. Um, so he'll take he'll take half, and I rolled another 7 for damage on that, so he'll take 3 more damage. Okay. Um, and then for my actual action, my actual action, um, I don't know that there's a whole lot else I can do right now from back here. I think I'm just going to have to hang tight. Maybe I will like ready a dodge action just in case somebody tries to attack us. Yeah, or just take, yeah, just take the dodge action. Then, then does that give you advantage uh, or does that give others disadvantage to hit you or does that up your AC? I can't remember how that one works. Um, Any attack roll made against me has a disadvantage. Okay. If I can see the attacker. Awesome. And cool. deck saves have advantage. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, awesome. I did not realize that. Okay. I should probably learn the rules of this game, seeing as how I've been running it now for uh, this is session. Or this is our 11th session. So bah, right. it's overrated. <laughs> no, <laughs> I do own the Dungeon Master's Guide. I've got a 20 sided die. I've got a Dungeon Master's Guide. How many Dungeon Master's Guide do you have? <laughs> In my garage, yeah. I feel safe. I was going to say, do you have Kitty Pride, though? That's the yeah. question. Night and Nightcrawler too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see, Nari, you're up. You've got a zombie that, that uh, tried to hit you. Oh, I'm I'm coming at him hard here with my axe. I'm gonna swing for eighteen. That hits. And do sixteen damage. Okay, he's still standing. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for him again. Fourteen to hit. That hits. And seven damage. That will be enough. Let's see if he hops back up. And he drops down, and he stays down. Nice. All right. And that brings us now to Pine. All right, Pine will take some swings at the last one standing up here by Dardrill's Eye. Perfect. Uh, So that's uh, 17 to hit for 11 damage. That is... We'll do it. Let's see if he pops back up. Oh, he pops back up with one hit point. Oh, you're kidding me. Well, I hit him, I hit him again with a 12. Okay. Or 13 damage. 13 damage. Okay, he's that's a harder one to make. 
Uh, he is down. He is done. Whew. All right. And now enter um, royalty-free uh, victory music. Wait, whose turn is it? Whose turn is it to improvise some some victory music? We should just take turns improvising victory music after every fight. <laughs> nice. I dig it. I like the loot sound to it too. It's great. <laughs> All right. Um, so you guys have managed to clear out these zombies out of this area of the watery passageway that you are in. You can see that on this little island that you're on, the bridge going to the north, it actually leads to like a doorway. It's actually two doors set in the wall. Um, and it looks like you can probably um, go through those doors. There's nowhere else to go in here. So venture on. Venture on. I just want to actually know before we before we move out to the, onto the next map, I just want to make sure that there's no like back ways to get down into the water and take a path over and find a random treasure chest. Okay, so turn the tint on your TV so that you can see all the random, all the secret passageways. <laughs> Roos starts walking directly into the wall and like bumping into every single wall space. Yeah, I guess when growing up, I didn't realize they were supposed to be hidden passages because our old TV just showed them. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could see them clear as day on our old wood case TV, too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's great. Well, I I literally played all of these games just walking into all of the walls just in case. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. No wonder they said this is a 30 or 40 hour game and Matt and I were beating them in like 15 hours. <laughs> I can't seem to find the, the shadow sword. No, I guess not. It wouldn't be shadow. It'd be dark or black or something like that. But anyway. Okay. This was the darkness sword, yeah. Yes, this was. Yes. Um. Okay, so... No, there is no pathway down. You could jump down into the water if you wanted to, but you yeah, don't see any more else. zombies in there. Okay, so <laughs> let's move on. You guys can move on to the next uh, room. So you guys move on to this next room. Um, as if you go through the door, you see that you're on another island, kind of in this big open cavern. There's more water. Um, some of you can see further in than others, but you see that now there is a staircase on one end that goes down into the water. Um, it's dark in here. Uh, you guys can make perception checks to see how deep the water is. Um, so Pine rolled a 15 perception. Okay. It seems like I'm going to go off of um, canon for the game. It seems like the water will actually be over your head. It seems like it's quite deep. As you approach the staircase, uh, fella looks at you guys and says, Well, it seems, it seems we have to go in. Uh, hold on for a second. And then he pulls out this old spellbook. He starts thumbing through it. He licks his fingers and then and he starts turning pages. No, no, no. Aha, here. And then he casts water breathing on everybody. Nice. So now you guys have like, uh, what is it? Eight hours of uh, being able to breathe underwater. So here's, here's one thing to remember that you're still underwater. So you still have penalties to move and penalties to attack and all that fun stuff. But you can breathe underwater. Can we review really quick the rules for fighting underwater? Sure. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna look it up real quick. I think it's okay. I think it's like you have disadvantage on attacks unless you're attacking with a dagger or maybe it's any piercing weapon and crossbows still work, but but nothing work. No ranged weapon works beyond its normal range or something. I think yeah. spells still work normally. It's yep. like piercing damage. Like or like thrusting damage, not like slashing. Yeah, and like bludgeoning damage is no good because it just gets slowed down by the water. Yeah. 
Okay, well, cool. So I'm good, because I have a piercing weapon. I think everybody's good except for Nara. You might be hindered a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm going to have a little bit of issues here. Well, I have a little short sword on me. Oh, there you go. You can stab with that. Yeah, you can poke some some guys. I didn't know you had a short sword. That's cool. With that in mind, then Pine will, uh, I guess Pine will volunteer to lead the way down into the okay. water. All right. As you go down into the water, it is, uh, it's cold water, but it's kind of refreshing after the uh, heat of the desert that you were just in. Um, to the north, you see like there's like this whole cascading waterfall coming down. It looks like there's another section of this cave that's up a little bit higher and the water is flowing down off of it. Um, sort of like Niagara Falls style where it's like, it's almost like there's a, um, it's not like one stream of waterfall. It's like the whole um, center of the room is a waterfall as water comes streaming down into the into the portion that you're in right now. Okay, I get what you meant. When you said Niagara Falls style, I was like, what, so like the waterfalls down? Does it fall up other places? Oh, come on. I'm talking like there's like a table covered in water that falls off all, all along the I sides. I got it. I get it now. I stream. get it. Thank you. Niagara Falls versus Multnomah Falls. Okay. Um, you can see that across the way there is a, there's a, some stairs getting up to another island. It looks like that might be the only way to go in here. And we'll, we'll speed things along, I think. Why don't you guys make some perception checks as you guys are moving through the water? Pine will roll a, a seven. Okay. Nari rolled a 27. 27. Yikes. <laughs> Abby got an 18. Roos was feeling good about his 20. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, okay, so I'm going to be a butthead about this. Uh, Nari, you don't have your torch anymore because you're underwater. <laughs> so oh. you have disadvantage. <laughs> but 27, good roll. Well, oh, man. Uh, Roos would have given her a, a glowy crystal. Okay, okay, never mind. Fine. Well, my my disadvantage rolled me a 26, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Okay, here, give me one second. All right. Um, be my eyes, Paul. Yeah, I will be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as you guys go out into the water, it is, it's, it's dark under the water. It's kind of cold. You, some, I mean, you can kind of try to swim up above uh, as well if you need to, but... Um, uh, fella kind of goes under the water and he he's old he kind of like just kind of hobbles along in the bottom of the water uh, of the of the cavern um and uh as you guys are venturing through this section you see uh nari you see swimming up close to you um we're, we're gonna we're gonna do this you see this orange fish like the size of like a, a shark oh fantastic with like green fins and big sharp teeth um, and a little name tag that says Pike comes swimming at you. And we'll say that with your 26 with disadvantage perception, you just look at it, glower, and it swims off. And then you see two others follow behind it. Like they were going to try to get you here in the, in the water, but you managed to, to scare them off. And it looks like there's a, a clear path um, up some more stairs to this, to this next island a little bit further to the west. All right, uh, yeah, just head to, head up to that way. Finally, the wagon up onto dry ground. All right, so you guys are all phoning along, I guess. We'll just kind of say you are. Um, you guys are up onto this next island. You see, there's a bridge that goes across, and then there's another uh, staircase that goes down um, into the water again. But now you're up on top of the waterfall, 
And uh, that looks like the only path to go. As you cross the bridge and go back down into the water, you can see um, what you can only assume is the exit. This this feels like a save spot. I need a save spot. I feel like... <laughs> We're skipping the save spot. <laughs> We're skipping the save spot. Um, technically, there were two save spots, one inside the first section, and then one again when you went from the first section of caves into the second section of caves but um we're truncating this whole uh this whole sitch um and uh yeah as you guys you look and you see there's a staircase that leads up out of the water again to this double door and you can almost see light coming in around the door it looks like it's daylight like that might be the exit fella is right behind you pine um who's next to pine I can go up next. Nari can be up next to Pine again. Okay. Ebby, where are you going to be? I will be kind of over here to the left of Fella and behind okay. Nari. So we've yep. got Pine and Nari in the front row. We've got Ebby and Fella and Roos in the back row. And suddenly, as you are standing there, you see anybody who's played the game knows what's happening. Suddenly, you see this purple and orange snake kind of come whipping up out of the um out of the water and fella says oh here it comes and then you see three more snakes come popping up out of the water and he goes it's octomam <coughs> <Octomam -y." laughs> <laughs> let's roll initiative oh <laughs> uh. Uh, thanks for um, thanks for for playing with me, guys. I really appreciate this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, growing up, we're like Octomam. That's a weird name. And then it wasn't until I played much later that I realized maybe they just didn't have room for whatever in the memory to put the entire name of the monster, and it was supposed to be Octomammoth, but it just said Octomam. It's like <laughs> we're addressing it with like a a, a, a polite appellation, <laughs> a respectful title. There you go. All right, let's add a turn for this guy, and let's add a turn for um, some tentacles. It was the same with summon. They changed it to call because summon was too long. And lit instead of lightning. Exactly. All right, let's see. Ooh, those were some good rolls for Octo, ma'am. It's kind of wild how uh, how far we've come and how short of a time. Like if you can even imagine like not being able to write the word mammoth in a in a name. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh what is everybody's initiative? Pine rolled a nine. Nari rolled a net one for two, so crushing it. Evie <laughs> got a nine as well. And Roos got an eleven. I think that is correct. Let me make one more roll for Fella. And, oh, Fella is not too bad. Not good enough, though. And we are going to start with <gasps> Octomam. Oh, my gosh. Octomam and the tentacles all get to go first. Octomam rises up out of the water. You see this big, giant octopus, and it's slapping the water with its tentacles. You see that it has, like, it has uh, some long tentacles that are kind of snaking out from it, and it has like more tentacles that are right in front of it that it's going to use. So just so you guys understand, it's going to use the tentacles in front of it on its turn, and then the other tentacles we're treating as other creatures that will have their own actions, okay? So 
Can we also just really quick describe that he has crazy eyes, a big toothy smile, and a really pointy head? <laughs> yes, he is quite pointed headed. All right. So he is going to attack with a tentacle at Nari and a tentacle at Pine. So Nari does a... Ooh, does a 21 hit. Ooh, yeah, it does. And Pine does an 11 hit. No, it does not. Okay, so tentacle, you take 11 damage. I'm going to need you, Nari, to... Um, you are grappled and restrained. Oh, no. Yes. Now, when it says they're grappled and restrained, do they get to make that save right now? Or is it automatic that they're grappled and restrained? It, so normally, if it says that when it hits, the target is grappled, then there's no save at that point. There is no save. Uh, but she'll be able to make a save on her next turn to try to, to try to escape if she wants to try to escape on her next turn before it does its tentacle slam. Nah, this is what I'm into. It's all good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then it's going to try to take a bite, a bite at either uh, Pine or Nari and Pine is going after you. Octomam's going to take a bite at you for 23. Does that hit? That does hit. All right. And it's going to be. Oh my gosh, that's a uh, 16 plus three. You take 19 damage from this bite. Oh chomp, goodness. chomp. And just like and... that, I'm at half hit points. <laughs> the zombies were just there to soften you guys up. All right, and then the tentacles make their move. One tentacle comes slamming over here next to Ebby, one next to Nari, who's already grappled by Octomam herself. Uh, Pine, a tentacle towards you, and Roos, a tentacle towards you. So let's start with Nari. An eight misses you. Ebby, a 13? Uh, that's a miss. Okay. Pine, a 21. That uh, will hit. All right. And you are going to take uh, four damage. Okay. And you are grappled and restrained. Uh. And... <laughs> And Roos, uh, a, a 22. Yeah, that hits. Okay, you take eight damage, and you are grappled and restrained. My my crystalline matrix will activate and cut that in half. Okay, awesome. Cool. Roos, it is your turn. So you can try to escape. The escape is uh, difficulty 13. Um, but I'm I'm restrained as well, so I can't actually attack until I escape, right? I think with restrained, you attack with disadvantage. Is that correct? Yeah, with restrained, your your speed is zero. Um, uh, attack rolls have advantage against you, and you have disadvantage on attack rolls, and you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Okay. All right, this tentacle, this free-flowing tentacle has uh, has you grappled. Okay, I am... So I would have disadvantage to try and escape then. Uh, no, I don't think you have disadvantage. You don't have disadvantage on any skill checks. Okay. Just attack rolls. Well, it says disadvantage on, disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Wouldn't it be a dexterity saving throw to escape? Uh, no, that would be a, it'd be a skill check. It's contested acrobatics or athletics. Okay. Well, I am going to attempt to wriggle my way out. Now, now just a quick, that's your, that's your action then. 
Yeah, that will be my okay. action. Well, okay. would disengage count as... Well, no, because it, it would have to be a skill check, so it would be an action. So disengage allows you to move, but yeah. you're restrained and grappled, so you can't. Yeah, so I am I am going to um, try and, and wiggle my way out. Okay. And I, ro- I rolled a 12 on my acrobatics <laughs> check. You are still grappled and restrained by this tentacle. Dang it. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, that, that will be my turn then. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. It is now Fella's turn. Fella is going to see who he should help. Fella is a gentleman. He is going to... Uh, he, he's old school. He's going to att- try, try attempt to help Nari. And so... He, oh, actually, I don't think he can reach that far. Uh, he can make it. Okay, so he is going to come um, around this tentacle. Um, oh, golly. Um, he's going to come around the tentacle that's got, uh, that was attacking Ebby, and he's going to try to, uh, to hit the tentacle that has grasped Nari. He is going to say, and he's going to zap it. Uh, with uh, some uh, shocking grasp. Oh, peek behind the behind the curtain, Paul. I believe the spell is called Lit. I mean, he he casts Lit One, and he deals <laughs> thirteen damage, and he slays the tentacle. <laughs> Nari, you are no longer restrained or grappled. Whew. All right, and that brings us to Pine. All right, so I will first attack the uh, tentacle with disadvantage that has me grappled. Perfect. Um. Okay, that's an that's a nat one that misses. That misses. Okay, I'll do it again. Uh, it's a fourteen. With this, you feel to hit. you you do hit. You feel like um as you're swinging down on this tentacle, you you expect it to be kind of soft and squishy. It's actually kind of armored, and so the fourteen does hit. But I'll just let you guys know, fourteen is the AC for the tentacles. Okay. All right. So then the damage is going to be 10, and I'm going to do a, a Swordmaster's Fury on it to do an extra 2d8 of damage. Uh, for So that's another 5 damage, so 15 total. You managed to free yourself from this tentacle by, by cutting it off. Great. All right. Are you going to move? Are you going to stay put? What are you going to do? That's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Abby, you're up. All righty. Well, I mean, now that Nari and Pine are already freed, this may be a little bit useless, but I'm actually going to use my bonus action to go ahead and and call, not summon, I'm going to call Lord Moshe's companion of the bear this time. And I'm going to center that right on, kind of right between all of us, where Fela used to be standing. And in that area, um, we all get 10 temporary hit points. And we will have advantage on strength checks or strength saving throws, um, thinking specifically of trying to get out of some of these grapples. Awesome. So when you go to call your Lord Lord Moshe's companion, it's a little bit different this time. Suddenly there's these like green orbs that float around you and they they disappear. And then this bear pops up out of nowhere and he's big and he's got like this kind of glowing light coming off of his head. And he lets out this shriek. You're not a shriek, this growl, this big, loud growl. You've seen him before, um, but he looks a little bit pixelated, a little bit more pixelated than normal. Um, okay. I like that. So that was my bonus action. And then with my actual action, with a second level spell slot, I'm going to reach over 
and use Erdos's touch on Pine. And we are going to heal Pine for 18 hit points. Holy, wait, wow. <laughs> thanks for, uh, <laughs> thanks for that. And that's it. And so everybody, don't forget your temp hit points now. Okay. So now, Nari, there's a tentacle kind of behind you, um, and then there's Octomam in front of you. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for Octomam here. Okay. Um, I'm going to take my great axe out and hit it for 19. That hits. Sweet. Um, seven damage. Okay. And then I'm going to take another hit for 20. That hits. And do 14 damage. All right. Octomam kind of flails around with her four tentacles that are still in front of her. Um, you dealt some good damage. Um, and uh, did you want to do anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. Okay. It is, it is now her turn. Um, let's see. Uh, Octomam does not... Wait, who was restrained? Octomam had you restrained, didn't she, Nari? Oh, yeah, we were thinking it was the tentacle, but it was Octomam. Oh, I was thinking it was the tentacle. Okay, all right, no, cool. We're, we're, we're good. We're going to do it this way. Okay, you are free. Octomam does not like that. Here comes... Yeah, that's my fault because fella went for that tentacle, thinking he would uh, save you. Okay, here comes some attacks. Octomam does not like the fact that you just got uh, some damage on her. She's going to attack you twice, Nari. Uh, 13. Nope. And an eight. Nope. So the tentacles, the tentacles miss and then a bite attack for, <laughs> for a seven. And then fella yells out, it's slowing down. <laughs> okay. Guys, guys, the game genie is working. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got a tentacle now attacking, um, Ebby again and a tentacle attacking Roos. Ebby... Does a 24 hit? Yeah, I think so. All right. You take, uh, I think that's 10 damage, and you are uh, you are restrained and grappled. Oof. Roos, does a 19 hit? A 19 hits. I, I believe he would have had advantage because I was already grappled. Oh, that's right. You still got grappled. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Then this thing's not going to attack you. It is going to do something different. Suddenly, Roos is lifted up out of the water as this tentacle whips around and it slams you down. Um, you need to make a, a constitution save. Roos rolled a 19 on his constitution save. Okay. So you do manage to save. So you are going to take, um, that is uh, eight damage. So halved to four. Um, and you feel your, your kind of your, your eyes, your light starts to dim a little bit, but you shake it off and you are not stunned when i when i land or when it slams me down my uh, absorption matrix also activates so it cuts it down to two. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> level five. Oh my gosh <sighs> okay um yeah but you are still grappled and restrained though okay okay all right and roost that does give it bring us to your turn i am frustrated at this thing so i'm actually gonna attack instead of trying to escape so here we go. I got a 15. Yeah, okay. Uh, that does that does manage to hit. For eight damage. I don't... This one, the tentacle that has me is not threatened by anybody else. Nope, it's, it is not. It, yeah, so um, eight damage. Okay. 
Um, that does deal some damage. This tentacle still has you gripped. All right, that brings us to Fella. He is standing next to the tentacle that he had just blasted. Uh, there's the other one that's been attacking at Ebby that has Ebby restrained. Let me make sure. Yes, it is the one that has Ebby restrained. And he is going to cast another spell. He says, Lit! And for 17, that does hit, dealing a whopping <laughs> two lightning damage. All right. <laughs> that was the worst that he could do. And uh, there we go. That brings us now to Pine. Okay, Pine will say, Roos, we need you in this fight. And he's going to kind of move over so that he can position himself to attack the tentacle that currently has Roos grappled and restrained. So I'm going to take an attack against that one. Doesn't, uh, no, don't, don't tell me if it hits. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and use my, um, my targeted strike uh, and make that into a 21 to hit. That does hit. And for 13 damage. All right. This tentacle, you lop it off right at the waterline. Sweet. You hear Octomam let out a shriek. And then I'll turn back to face Octomam, uh, and I will do my second attack against her. A 20 to hit. That hits. Are you ready, Paul? Yes. Okay, so I have my normal damage, which is 11. Yes. And, th and then I'm going to do a second level Divine Smite for 3d8 of Radiant Damage. Okay. <laughs> so that's an extra oh. 4 damage. <laughs> a 1, a 1, and a 2 on the damage. So that's 4 damage. Oh. So 15 damage total. <laughs> oh, I oh. was ready for that. Yes, I was ready for that. Octomam is still, is still grinning at you. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to do, Pine? Uh, just kind of hang my head in shame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ebby, what are you going to do? You are still grappled by this uh, by this one tentacle. That is awful. Okay. Um, you know what? I think. I mean, I could I could try to attack this thing, or I could try to do some magic and see what else we can do. Let's. Let's summon Dardriel's eye again. Being in the water, is that going to mess up anything? It's magical fire, so no. But, I mean, no, it'll be fine. Lit didn't electrocute all of us, so. True. Very true. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change tactic. Let's use the mana beam that I got from the um watching the giant robot guy when we were fighting down in the facility oh yeah so i haven't used this one yet so this is a dc 15 constitution saving throw and okay. the mana beam i'm going to center that right on octomam okay okay so dc 15 yes uh so rolled a natural 17 and it said constant constant constitution yep that's a 21 Okay, takes half of that four whopping four damage that I pulled up. So it takes two damage. Two damage. <laughs> you and Pine together are just willing her away. <laughs> I, I, I keep calling it a her because it was always Octa Ma'am, and so we figured it was a girl. <laughs> we're, we're tipping our hats, ma'am. Octa yep. Ma'am. <laughs> Octa Ma'am. All right, Nari. All right, I am going to go at this thing with my great axe again. Okay. 17 to hit. That hits. 
and six damage. And then I'm going to do it again. Um, 14 to hit. That barely, barely hits. And then eight damage. Okay, eight more damage. Okay. All right. Sure enough, Octomam does appear to be slowing, but it is still her turn. All right. One tentacle at Pine and one tentacle at Nari. Nari, does a an 18 hit you? It does hit. You are you take uh, seven damage, are grappled and restrained. <laughs> Pine does a does an 18 hit you? Uh yeah, it does. It hits me. Okay. You take six damage, are grappled and restrained. Boo! And then it's going to uh it is going to uh, let's see. Oh, actually, this is pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm just going to read the description. It can uh, slam creatures grappled by it into each other or into a solid surface. So Nari and Pine, <laughs> you are both lifted up and slammed together. You both need to make Constitution saves. Difficulty 14. Octomam is applauding for us. <laughs> yes, yay! <laughs> All right, Pine's uh, con-, con save is a 21. Okay. And Nari is a 14. Okay. So you both save. So you take... This is so lame. You both take... I rolled two twos. So you both take seven damage halved to three, and you are not stunned, but you are both still grappled and restrained. That stun would be brutal right now. That's the point. All right. Um, Ebby, you are still grappled, and so... This tentacle is going to lift you up and slam you into the ground. So make a constitution save for me. All righty. That's... Ebby got a 17 for constitution (laughs) save. You guys cannot fail these constitution (laughs) saves. Okay, so you take uh, nine damage halved to four, and you are not stunned, but you are still grappled and restrained. Fair enough. Okay, Roos. Roos will swim over to Octomom uh, just to the right of of uh, Pine and strike out with his short sword. Wait, we're fighting the Octomom now? You guys remember her? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I keep thinking of Octodad. Like, oh, or yes. what was that video game that was like really stupid? That's that was, right. It was amazing. Oh. <laughs> Alright. Um, Roos looks at his abilities guys there's something wrong it all it says ninja instead of uh instead of crystals on all my abilities <laughs> <laughs> i rolled it roos rolled a, a 16 to hit that hits got eight piercing damage and is is she being threatened by by anyone else pine is grappled and restrained but he can still make attacks okay. so i'll say yes okay so then I got 15 on my, my precision damage, so then it would be 23 total. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah, that's some big damage. All right. It is Fella's turn. He is going to, again, yell out, Lit one! And uh, that's a... Oh, barely hits this tentacle again for four, with a 14. Dealing... Finally, some good damage. He deals 10 damage, and this tentacle is no more. Yay. So now all of the free-flowing tentacles are gone, and it's just Octomam. And now, fella says, it's slowing down again. So there we go. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's real dialogue, guys. It's real dialogue. Pine, you're up. All right, so I will attack it with disadvantage. 
Okay. Uh, that first one is a nine to hit. Probably does not hit. Does not hit. Second attack, a 15. That does hit. Okay, I will use Sir Master's Fury on top of this, but 13 piercing damage. Okay. And then this is my second uh, level two slot. Okay. So that's an additional, again, really low. Two, a two, and a three on my D8s. So another seven damage. So 20 total. Okay. All right. Yeah, Octo Octomam is definitely looking uh, the worst for wear. Um, okay. Ebby, you're up. Okie dokie. Cool. So my mana beam should still be um, with concentration should still be in place and affecting the thing. Okay. Um, so is that another constitution constitution save? Uh, yeah. Con 15. That'd be a 10. So no fails. And 12 damage. Fantastic. And then I will come up here and I will make an attack with Ooh. my fighting baton. <laughs> now you can actually say rod because a rod is a real weapon in this. That's game. right. I can use the rod now. Um, does a 14 hit? A 14 barely hits. Let's see. Can Ebby do it with this blow? Five damage? <laughs> no. You are so close. Octomam is uh, is very, very hurt, um, but it is now Nari's turn. You can make your attacks with disadvantage. All right, I will try to hit um, 18 with disadvantage. That's a hit. So 11. Okay, and just like that, you see Octomam start to shake, and then it kind of starts to get lines in it. They kind of wiggle as it as it kind of i don't know kind of curl like doesn't it kind of curl over and disappear as it fades down into the ground right i think um, you're you're conflating two different final fantasy games Paul. <laughs> what, what how does well it, it doesn't just turn purple, purple and disappear into yeah no, not that does does octoman really just do that that fast yeah i, I think it's, i think it's only the uh the fe the fiends of the elements that do the other thing oh you're right oh I'm yeah yeah Kanazo or whatever his name changed to okay awesome octoman falls dead in the water. There is now calamari for days just floating here in this watery passage. Fella um, looks up at the door and he says, I can see light. And he starts going towards the door to leave this watery passage. Um, Onward, we must find, we must find the scorpion's emerald to save Ember. Good job remembering <laughs> what I had said it was that you guys were looking for. Awesome. As you guys open the door, the sunlight floods in. You are standing in a in like a valley and you can look down and see this castle uh, in the distance. And uh, we're going to go ahead and pause the game. Go ahead and hit save. Because uh, nobody wants to watch a bunch of airships come, come along and decimate the entire castle. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Wait, does Tedward um, survive? What about <laughs> Hannah? <laughs> Hannah uses her body to shield Tedward from the arrows. Oh. Okay. So anyway, sorry, guys. I played this game a lot as a kid. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us on this really just kind of fun, wacky adventure through an old uh, Super Famicom game. Um, and uh, if you like what you hear, go ahead, uh, tweet about us at 12sidedguys. Uh, that's one, two-sided guys. Um, if you figured out what game this is, you can tweet that at us. Uh, any of those other little uh, hints or maybe some other Easter eggs that maybe I didn't put in that maybe would have fit really well. Uh, sorry about that, but you can tweet those at us too. Um, 
And thanks for joining us next week. We will be back with uh, our continuing adventure with the Crystal Codex. Until then, have a good night. We'll see you later.